Medivax. Yes. There we go. It's in there. Correct. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I can say it. <laughs> I'm like, what am I saying here? What? See, he provided support right there. Hey. Bam. Logistical pronunciation support. See, you got to say it right. I was trying. Gosh. I said pronunciation. <laughs> that ain't it. Ain't, I pronunciated it wrong. I'm have to find another person. <laughs> Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I am Master Joe, and I'm joined by my beautiful darling, Dr. Wife. Master Wife. Dr. Master Wife. How you doing, girl? I'm doing all right. I'm doing just fine, Clem. Hey, you, you did okay for the intro. Oh, well, thank you. Thank You know, I've been working really hard at it. Yeah. I've been working really hard, day and night, as they say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so anyway, welcome to the Heartbeats Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back, is it not? Yes. It's, it's good to be episode back. number... 33. Yes. yes. Episode number 33. And today we're going to be talking about... I eh, will tell you in a minute. But it's going to be good. We first wanted to say, hey, um, we're, we're sorry we suck so bad uh, because it's been about a month and a half. Well, life sucks. Life bad. does have a way. Sometimes. Sometimes. See, here's what's basically been going on. We'll do this in like uh, in a minute, right? Our life in a minute. Uh, so first, Master Wife graduated. Congratulations. Well, well, I haven't graduated yet. Oh, well, I mean, essentially, you I, got your, I you your dissertation. May 7th. Right. But, uh, Formally. I, um, <laughs> see here, I, uh, I, uh, um, it's called defending your, uh, dissertation. Yeah, I did that. Well, obviously, <laughs> we've got a doctor in the master house. Yeah, but uh, yeah, defending your dissertation is like when you have to do like a presentation of all your research that you've done over the past few years um, to the public audience. And then your committee like drills you for the next like hour or so, or maybe five minutes. It may like be all day. Right. Except uh, your committee didn't drill you at all. Your committee was like, that was so good. Oh my God. I can't believe. We sat in a circle and sung Kumbaya. Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, I can't, but I couldn't believe us. We were so happy. Uh, we showed up and, um, you said a bunch of words that I didn't really understand. But what I thought was really nice, well, I'll say that for my major heart piece of the week. But um, yeah, it was it's great. We got to watch you defend your thing. You knew what you were talking about. You told us all about ozone and how it's going to contribute to diabetes. And no one else knew except for you guys in the labs. Never before done, tested, because that's the whole thing with well, PhDs. It may, it may the whole thing with getting a PhD is that you have to do something that's never been done before, some kind of research that's never been done, right? Like that's the... Well, you try to. Right. It's not always the case. Well, it's really hard. It's like, what's, what's left to discover? You know, it's 2016. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's isn't, it isn't measles anymore. You know, it's it's like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. But that's pretty cool. So your project, if you could explain it in layman's turn for the listeners, essentially dealt with uh, finding whether or not ozone was contributing to different type of pulmonary effects oh, Lord. in lungs. Master uh, <laughs> Joe is uh, making it very complicated. Basically... Uh, for everyone at home, we usually know ozone as in the stratosphere, protecting us from, you know, the sunlight, from from the sun, harming our earth, harming our plants and those things. But when ozone is at the level where we exist, the air that we breathe in, it can affect our heart, it can affect our other parts of our body, our lungs. And so 
we were studying how that can occur. All right. For those of you that don't know like anything of what she just said, let me break it down for you in a really simple way. That's basically what she did. <laughs> wow. She, she is an agent of Captain Planet, Gaia and Mother Earth. They're all in cahoots. Uh, but we're all very proud of uh, Master Wife. One of the second doctor in our family, uh, minus... First doctor in my family. Right. So there's the Millers and then the Chavises. And Johnsons. And it's complicated. <laughs> uh, but essentially, on Master Wife's side of the family... Yes. She is the no. You have a cousin who 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 beat you by like a by like a couple weeks. No, I think. She didn't. No. I don't know what cousin you're talking about. Somebody, somebody. Your dad was I telling know. me it may be a different doctor. Well, first and or second PhD. PhD. Four to five years here. Hey. Yeah, it's quite an accomplishment. So so shout outs to Master Wife. If you guys are feeling so inclined, I mean, so many people have been just sharing the love of her, and uh, we really appreciate it. You guys know who you are. Everyone has literally been coming to me. Like, It's funny being the husband of a PhD grad because they all come to you and say, hey, tell your wife congratulations for me, okay? And you just basically turn into messenger boy for about two to three weeks. <laughs> like You see them, and they want you to tell your wife something. It's like, hi, how are you? It's like, no, yeah, just tell your wife I said this. Oh, you're doing, you're alive? No, you're just, you're a messenger. It's all good. No one cares about what you're doing in that time. But no, it's all, it's, it's fine. I, I, I am happy to deliver the messages of love to my lady. <laughs> Speaking of that love thing, you know what time it is for. Time it is for. Yeah, whatever, man. It's a thing. It's the heart piece of the week. The heart piece of the week. Got stuff to tell you. That happened to us some did, time ago. Did we use this for our wedding? No, we didn't use this for our wedding. Oh, see, it's all fading. Well, technically, it is the same song. It's a rendition of it. It's a Great Fairy Fountain theme. Uh, we used the Great Fairy Fountain theme, but the one from the Legend of Zelda 25th anniversary yes, it concert. It was slower, I think. Yes, and orchestral. So the there's wedding. that uh, major heart piece <laughs> of the week for those of you that may, you know, have never listened to this podcast before. This is the time where we say something where we either observed or did something we thought was really nice. Uh, we do this because we feel like in the gaming community, it's important to remember that we're all human and we do nice things for each other. And it's cool to, you know, be nice and not be a troll. So major heart piece of the week. Uh, we hope that this kind of inspires you to either you know, pay attention to the cool things that happen. Sometimes get outshadowed by the bad things that happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also to, you know, do something nice for other people. So, Master Wife, do you want to lead us in the in the major heart piece prayer of the week? <laughs> Everybody well, bow your heads well, for this one. We were already talking about my dissertation defense. But uh, my heart piece of the week or the week ago started about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. Um, Luda. <laughs> that was not lit. I know I just it's just a reflex sorry wow it's a reflex wow. Dad, leave me alone anyways um, I had a lot of different people friends family that came to my defense to support me and which is going to be kind of the topic of today but um, well, partly yeah partly and it was nice to see everyone's nice beautiful faces in the audience that helped me along this journey during my dissertation and also um, the different people that congratulated me after I passed my defense. So that was really nice to see everyone's nice comments and love that they expressed over Facebook or through phone and text message. So that made me really happy. So really nice. 
No, it's good when you hear that type of stuff coming through, right? Yeah. It's uphill battle doing through a D a DHD process. Yeah, D-A-D. Yeah, a DHD. <laughs> <laughs> PhD. It's an extra what? Four years on top of. It could be four to seven. Forty. God. <laughs> Depending. <laughs> Okay. Cat wants to be part of the podcast. Yes, we have our cat here. Raylan says she has a heart piece. Well, you know what? I'll give a heart piece for Raylan. Raylan Raylan and Umi have been getting along. Uh, Raylan has been keeping Umi from uh, becoming morbidly fat by continually fighting with her just about every day. Uh, It's a good form of exercise for cats, play fighting. So uh, shout out to Raylan for keeping, keeping Umi regulated. Umi's, she doesn't have anything going good for her. One, she's a pretty lazy cat. Two, she's all you know, long hair. So she's already looking really poofy all the time. Uh, and three, she doesn't really like to play. So, yeah. But we got those nice curves, though. <laughs> Yo, she thick, though. <laughs> she thick. <laughs> she got the girth. Shoot. <laughs> uh, so my major heart piece of the week, uh, again, it comes back to Master Wife's Defense. So I'm sitting in the audience. I'm doing my thing and uh, just listening and everything. Of course, gets to the end and Master Wife is going through all the people she thanks and, you know, oh, you know, thank you for my, my parents and my committee members and my, you know, uh, fellow colleagues and, you know, all this type of thing. And then, of course, you know, husband in the audience, she says, oh, and of course, thank you for my husband. I'm the last slide. And uh, she has a picture that comes up from uh, our wedding. And uh, if I can, if I get it, I'll put it in the podcast notes. You can check that out at heartpeacepodcast.com for this episode. And uh, it's a picture of the two of us. We're walking down the aisle. We just said the vows. We're walking, you know, out of the venue to, you know, switch over to the to the reception part of things. And at the bottom of it, it just says any questions because then she was taking questions at the end of it. And so I'm looking at it. And one, I was like, oh, this is so nice to be the last slide because it stays up for a long time because she's taking all the questions and the slide is up. So I'm just sitting there like marveling. And she says, any questions? And of course, yes. no one asks any questions. You know, it's like, who wants to be the first person to ask a question? So mm-hmm. I get up there and I raise my hand. And oh, I say, gosh. I say, hey, where'd you find your husband? He's he's kind of cute. And then everybody laughs and she's super embarrassed. But I was like, yes, mission accomplished. Oh, <laughs> See, if you love somebody, you know, fellas, listen, listen. I got to turn my, uh, my EQ do down this. low for this. Fellas, listen to me real careful, okay? Now, if you love your girl, you got to embarrass her real good every once in a while, okay? With that public affection stuff. That's all I'm saying. Just say something real nice in public. Be like, girl, and then just let her know. I'm like, wow. <laughs> but no, it was really cool. So that made me feel really good. I mean... I felt like I was getting my PhD just because of all the the stress and everything. I've, I've read a lot of papers. I've edited a lot of grammar and kind of like, you know, I've looked at a lot of words I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Every paper she has basically has a ton of red lines underneath it because all of the words are science words. Like, <laughs> I mean, I I can't even think of one right now, but they, they, they're all science words. So everything looks like it's spelled wrong, but it is. But at any rate. I was really happy about that. So shout out to Master Wife uh, for, you know, including me in her presentation. I thought that was just so very nice of you to do that for me. So very nice, dear. Thank you. I should have put your baby picture up there. Wow. All right. Cut the music. <laughs> <laughs> Major piece of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, be looking out for those things that you can either do or observe in the community. Good stuff's going around, man. It's not hard to find if you're looking for it. So moving on in the... Uh, in the conversation, we want to get to the next little bit here. What are we talking about today, Master Wife? We are talking about 
support Port systems. Uh, so I was about to say support groups. Support. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the form of support it sounds system. Very. Yeah. Well, all right. So this is the Heartbeast podcast, right? This is yes. the holistic relationship talk show for gamers. Uh, so we're talking about support systems in game speak. That's normally known as the support class. Mm-hmm. Yes, the support class. And since Master Wife will be graduating soon, she'll be graduating from her class of PhD students. Of 2016. Yes, the class of 2016. Mm-hmm. You see what I did there? It's a support class. You get it? Ah. Ha, 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 ha. So funny. Can't, can't believe. Can't, can't. So, um, so support classes. Master Wife, tell us a little bit about why a support class is important for, for you know, basically doing anything. But you personally, getting your PhD, there were a lot of rough times that, uh, well, let's just say you wanted to quit. So <laughs> you had your support class to kind of help you out. But tell us from your perspective kind of what it was like. So, well, it all started um, in... It all started. In 2011... Wow, that's been a long time. That was five years ago. Yes, yes. 2011, I think your support class, it started uh, on day one where they put you in this like first year group Hmm. in grad school where you are like in there with other students that have like similar interests, but they're teaching you about like grad school and how to choose a mentor and stuff like that. And then you get into your department, whatever you choose, and like you have your peers that are there. So they're like helping you. They go to the same classes as you. They're kind of like your support class because they're helping you through like your homework, anything that you need to get done. They're and they like have a lot of the same struggles that you have. Yes. So you guys can kind of bond around that. Yes, we can definitely bond. And um, so they're kind of like they're kind of like your reminder to like have fun, but also like do all your work. I remember I went to a friend's dissertation defense prior to mine and she said oh that, yeah your uh, your buddy nicole yes and at the end of her slides she also thanked her peers and which included me and the other uh, some of my other peers but she said that we m- reminded her how to be a student <laughs> because <laughs> she was out of school for a while um she went to work in the real world before she came back and got her phd and so it not was easy, funny not to a, hear not her an easy that. thing to do yeah yeah so i think your support class is like basically people not in just your peers but people in your life that kind of help you along the way right right is it is important because you know if i think about this in video game terms i think about a lot of things in video game terms like when i wake up in the morning i'm basically playing the rpg of life yes and yeah you know some days you do good other days you know it's a grind and eh, don't make a lot of progress but the idea of a support class the support you know people to support you is really important right you um if you think about this in game terms, then you may be thinking about maybe League of Legends or War some of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, you know, where you have um, these tanks, you know, that go in and do damage, right? They just do damage and they take damage, too. That's a form of support, kind or of like bearing your, the brunt. Yeah, like you know? your healers. Yeah, then you hear that's probably the most obvious thing. You're on the back lines and they push forward and make sure that you stay alive. Like in Starcraft, kind of. Yeah. Did you the, have healers? Well, you have medevacs. Yeah, medevacs. You know, it's an yeah, excellent yeah. support class. Yes. Everyone's yes. very angry at the medevacs because they're amazing. Uh, <laughs> then you have your folks like, and, well, the original StarCraft one had a really good one. It was the the uh, science vessel at the defense matrix. So it would literally put a shield around you. Hmm. And, uh, you know, was th- that in StarCraft? Yeah, Star- did I say Star Fox? No. I think I did. 
I don't know. Well, I meant StarCraft One. Did I? Oh, no, I didn't play StarCraft One. Yeah, you came in on two. But these su- these support uh, elements uh, in um, you know Team Fortress Two, you've got your engineer or your your medic. You know the engineer putting stuff down to kind of support you know, the people on the front lines with turrets and things like that. The medic healing people, giving them the super heal. You know that stuff is really important. You know you think about it in terms of video games, and it's like okay, yeah, we've been doing this for a really really long time. But then when you get to real life, sometimes people think, oh, well, I don't need I don't need people to help me or mm-hmm. I can do this on my own or you know what I mean? And you get kind of in this place where, yeah, maybe you get through it. Maybe you do. But wouldn't it be easier if you had somebody to kind of fall back on somebody to help yeah. you out? I mean, just imagine if you were going through your Ph.D. on pure willpower. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? At what point does willpower fail for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, definitely. you ran into some points where you would definitely run out of willpower. Uh, Whatever. We had a ton of conversations of just, I don't want to do it anymore. And really at the end too, mm-hmm. right? Right when you're almost done, that's when it hits you the hardest. Um, we've recently been playing The Division. And The Division, it's a really fun game. Uh, it's really designed to be played with people. And this is kind of a, a perfect analogy. If you've ever played The Division by yourself and you've gone to the dark zone, <laughs> You probably had a bad time. You probably got ganged up on by a ton of mobs that were higher level than you and mm-hmm. you just got stomped and then someone came and took your stuff or you got mixed in with some rogue agents, some rogue players who just came and just beat you up, took your money and you know you had to respawn and you came back. All your stuff is gone. Yeah. And you can't fight them because there's four of them and there's yeah. one of you. Yeah. And that, that kind of goes to a different topic, but it's like... Um, having a support class, but also having a support class that you can trust. Yes. Trust. <laughs> well, like, a trusting support trust. class. Ah. Division yeah, trust kinda, is a really uh, division kind of breaks that. But. Yeah, division you can literally trust nobody. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of a different topic. But the idea of a support class. Do you, in listener, in your own life, who is your support group? Who is you, who is in your support? Who's the medic? Who's the engineer? Who is the fixer? Who is the tank? You know, who's the person that's helping you through your RPG of life? Yeah, yeah. You know, so let's talk about that for a second. Uh, for me, I'll go just kind of set the precedent. For me, obviously, I have a pretty daggone good tank healer, fixer, everything, whatever, in Masterwife, and that if I go and do anything, Masterwife supports me. You know, if I have a thought about doing something, Masterwife supports me. If I think, man... I don't know if I should get this airport sandwich or or just wait it out and get the peanuts. <laughs> like Masterwife can support me in that decision to not get the airport sandwich because it costs too much money and it will be a bad decision mm-hmm. in a couple hours. Uh, if I'm at work, I've got support from you know my fellow uh, you know uh, coworkers to kind of help me through whatever products I've got going on. Maybe I'm having a, a struggle thinking of this design I've got to do for a client, and then I rub it over with my other graphic designer and we kind of get through it, you know? Uh, so things like that. It's not always something as simple as like your family members uh, or, you know, the easy option, you know, the wife or something like mm-hmm. that. Sometimes it's kind of hidden elsewhere. Maybe it's the coworker. Maybe it's the stranger that you always see at the bus stop every day. You know what I mean? Uh, something like that. So uh, yeah, what do you think it is for you, Master Uh I think, yeah, it can be people. So for me, I said my peers at school, my family, of course, Joseph, um that's me y'all <laughs> even um not even thinking about people but like when i'm drinking my tea every morning i'm thinking some uh, drinking some yogi tea and like there's a little 
like pam not a pamphlet but it has a little tag or a oh, saying yeah. a saying on the cup it i didn't says, know where you were going that's like well <laughs> you know in the morning when i'm shipping my tea <laughs> but like today on the little um the little ticket it says patient pays so it provides support in that way like the messages that are like surrounded in our everyday society i don't know they provide support and so even when you're thinking about like 007 or those type of games oh my gosh like you think you're working alone like it's one player like it's a single player game but there's always something helping you if it's with the technology if it's with the messages that are around you like watchdogs like oh yeah you're right the user interface yeah so there's so many different types of support systems even if it's technology technology or like people you yeah. went like five levels deep i wasn't trying to get that and in, that involved i was like what's on the surface level of support you went into like the ai programming scripts inception, that are there to help yo, the player inception wow deep you are not alone <laughs> I, I mean even my you. cats provide support when i really sad. need to reload yes that's why your weapon counter is flashing please reload your gun so i mean (laughs) they are gonna get you i'm sorry i'm just having a lot a lot a lot of fun there's no really application for that song that's great i mean i mean anything like your pets can support you let's talk about these cats these cats are the best cats of the freaking most amazing cats our cats right now they're supporting us. Look at how they're supporting us just right now. We're in we're in the game room recording this episode. Neither of the cats are looking at us. Yeah. But they are both tuned into the conversation. The ears are angled back in our direction. They're not yep. looking at us. They're not meowing. They're not trying to like bug us for anything, but they're just listening, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of supporting. And usually when So like what we're talking about is important. Master Joe is working at home. Raylan is always like a support <laughs> class for him. She is she is my personal cat secretary. <laughs> Pretty useless, but she is great for emotional support. Makes me feel like even though I'm because I'm used to working in an office with people, I'm not really used to working at home by myself, so it's kind of weird. Uh, when I'm here anyway, sometimes fly a lot, but yeah. So just having her, you know, in the seat next to me, it's kind of like, hey, you know, there's another living body here. You're not all alone. Yeah, and so it's kind of nice. Yep. And I think like support can also go into people that aren't really personally attached to you as well. Like I know there's a lot of support in the gaming community, even though there's like a bad side, there's a good side to it. Oh yeah, there's a really good side. A lot of support uh, for different type of topics and different type of like even like gaming events. People provide like when they have the same interests, they go and support each other. So I think that's a really nice aspect. Oh okay, too. I see what yeah. you mean. So like if you have a a panel or something at a comic-con or something like that the fact that just people will show up to listen to what you have to say yeah yeah or like you know if someone's competing in your smash bros you know you love your smash bros man let me tell you what having a support group playing any kind of competitive anything is so important i don't know if any of you guys i mean i play smash that's pretty well known uh that's my competitive game of choice i don't know if any of you who play smash bros or street fighter any kind of like one-on-one fighting game if you've ever been to a local or a tournament by yourself let me tell you, it is mm-hmm. the worst. Mm-hmm. I mean, the worst, the absolute worst. When you're there and you don't know anybody and everyone else knows everybody and you're fighting people and they're like, yeah, you got this champ, you got this, but no one's cheering for you. It just, it doesn't it doesn't get in your head too much on your play. You can focus on the match, kind of tune things out. But mm-hmm. man, you can just play so much better, win or lose, you know, if you've got somebody, I mean, even one person that's just there believing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's sometimes all you need. 
which kind of brings us to our next point. What what makes a support class good? Like, what's a what's the difference between people who are just kind of there, you know, and just taking up space, and then people that are actually being supportful, if the, supporting, supportful, hmm. <laughs> people that are supporting you. Like, what does that mean? What is what are the what are the things that are happening that say, okay, this support class is happening, this is working? Well, I think it's subjective. I feel like it can change from person to person. Hmm. Like some people just want you to be there. They don't want you to talk. I'll <laughs> be there. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> to give you all the love you need. Oh, please. It's just be there. You can always depend on me. Um, I'm glad I am not supporting you in singing. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So that is support. Slay. Uh, but uh, oh my no. God, Master Wife said. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think support can change from time to time depending on what people are going through and what people want. So I think, like for example, just, there's so many trigger words. In no, this no. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, gosh. God. It's like a blessing and a curse. All right, continue. So like if somebody is going through something hard, some people may want you to just be there for them, be in the place, being the space, and they don't want you to like... Like not try to fix anything. Yeah, like, to find a solution. I'm like that sometimes. Some, like, <laughs> yes, you, know, you are like yeah, that. Yeah, like I'll, I have a problem. Oh man, graphic design. Sometimes you'll deal with a client and it's just like... The thing about the creative industry is... It's just a rough industry because everyone thinks they're creative. So when you're doing something that's subjectively creative for one person, maybe they think it's a good idea, but you know it's a bad idea based on like industry research for what the trends are, what user engagement will be, things like that. But some people just want what they want, you know? So like committing design murder, as I call it, is a pretty regular thing for a graphic designer because you have to make the client happy, you know, regardless of, of not. You can, you know, but so so I get frustrated sometimes. And it's just like, there's nothing you can do for me in that moment because I know I, I have to do this. I have to put the poodle in the bathtub with the razor and, you know, the upside down scissors and it has to be tie dye. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I have mm -hmm. to do it because the client wants it. So there's nothing you can fix, but I just want you to kind of hear me out and feel my pain. Mm -hmm. For the design murder I'm about to commit. this is an intervention for uh, Master Joe and his graphics. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate everybody's, um, everybody's help. Been having a really hard time lately. So um, thank you very much. Okay, we'll move on to Joey. Joey's next. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, hey, y'all. <laughs> um. I think, yeah, in those type of situations or you may want to hear, like when you've done a presentation, you might want to hear somebody support by saying, you know, someone telling you how you did. Like, did you do great? You say, yeah, you did great. You did awesome. Yay. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. So there's different levels, different styles of support. Yeah. And then finding out which one best suits you in any given situation can kind of help you figure out how to, because sometimes you got to help people know how to support you. There's some people yes, that want to be yes. there and they want to do something, you know, but they don't know what they need to do. Yes. Some people can come across like, um, I guess they can come across the wrong way. Say, for example, if you're like me and you don't want anybody to fix your problem, you just want them to listen, but they just want to fix you and help you. And you like, you know, they don't want you to feel bad. So they just want to make you feel better. If you can kind of tell them, hey, listen, I appreciate what you're trying to do. But if you do it like this, that'll really help me a lot more because X, Y, Z or, or, you know, something like that to so that's help people help the you. Support E for the support E versus the supporter right oh i see what you did 
Yes. I thought you literally like put an E behind the word support. I don't know what I did. I don't even know if that's a word. I got you. Su- <laughs> I got you. <laughs> like employee versus employer. I think it works the same way. Okay. Pretty sure. Listeners, correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Support E and supporter. Supporter is a word. So for the support E, mm. try to communicate how you want to be supported in certain situations, at least in those hard circumstances. For the supporter. The ER. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want now. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want now. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I'm just kidding. I have mission accomplished. <laughs> I've derailed the train. Uh, so yeah, I think that's super important. So the challenge, dear listeners, dearest H peeps, as we so affectionately refer to you is to kind of figure out who your support class, who your support group, who your healers are, who your tanks are, identify those people because you know, what's really nice to do. If you have, don't have a major heart piece of the week, just tell those people you appreciate the support that they give you. A lot of it is kind of, it goes without saying, you know, it's, it's unsung work. It's done out of love. It's done out of just, you know, the goodness of people's hearts. But it's kind of an automatic, kind of like an autoimmune, uh, autoimmune uh, you know, reflex type thing where actually not autoimmune. That's mm. something else. That's auto-immune. bad. Autoimmune no. deficiency. Is it, well, autoimmune is an attack against yourself. Okay. It's not that. <laughs> it's definitely not that. It's uh, re- I'll go with reflex. Reflex or 500, Alex. Yeah. Alec. I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> I'll take reflux for 500 truck back. Uh, so identify those people and just thank them, man. Uh, every once in a while, I'll just like go on Facebook and be like, hey, friends, I appreciate the things you do for me. And, you know, a couple people will comment back. And uh, sometimes you get into some interesting conversations that way. Uh, but thanking these people, I feel like, is an important part of, you know, the reciprocation that needs to happen in all forms of relationships, mm-hmm. you know. And let's talk about what support will provide for that person. Yeah. Let's talk about. So yeah, I know that support for me during my dissertation provided like sanity. Yes. <laughs> and also it provided sanity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. I I feel like it provided healing, like those mech those medics yes healer class the metal bag medivacs yes there we go it's in there correct yeah yeah (laughs) i can say it (laughs) i was like what am i saying here see he provided support right there hey bam logistical pronunciation see you gotta say it right i was trying gosh i said pronunciation that ain't it I pronunciated it wrong. I have to find another person. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I feel like in those times that, you know, you may be going through adversity, it can provide healing emotionally, physically, mentally, financially, (laughs) potentially financially, too. If you get that financial support from the parents or somebody. Hey, man, when your car break down or the government, when the government come knocking at your door. It's tax time, America. No. April 15th. That's not not support. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you just need a little financial support. Mm -mm. Better call somebody. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I feel like, I feel like also support provides confidence. 
Oh, yeah. It helps. See, that's why you need it at the Smash tournament, because it gives you confidence to play good. Mm-hmm. You start second-guessing yourself. If you start losing, and you're like, ah, and you have nobody to tell you, hey, man, you just got to start, you know, spot dodging. You know, just spot He always rolls. Try to catch him in that roll, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate yeah. that support. Yeah. Bam. Confidence. And oh, I, I see them rolls. Oh, I got you. Oh, I got Oh, you going to catch this punish. Oh, get this boot, son. Get this boot. Yeah, and I also feel like that support, speaking on Smash Bros, also provides willpower. Because you want to do well in front of those people. Those people are your reason, like part of the reason why you want to do so well. And you don't want to give up. You don't want to like fail. Mm-hmm. So it also provides that extra willpower. Yeah. And it's like from a non-stressful place. It's it's different than like, you better win or else. You know, it's like, man, I just, I got these people. I got this love behind me. It's energizing me. And I'm just playing better now as a result. I'm going to tell you all a quick story. Since we talk about Smash Bros. Most of y'all know the homie Isaiah. Back in the back in the era of Ken in Smash Bros. Melee, Isaiah, if you've seen the Smash Bros. documentary, you already know what I'm, t- I'm going to say. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Just Google the Smash documentary. Uh, I forget what episode it is, but it's in there somewhere. And this player, Isaiah, liked a girl. Fancy that. And this girl was watching him play. And when Isaiah, he had been playing bad. He'd been like sandbagging matches. Isaiah re- needs a reason to play. You know, he can be the best. He played with Captain Falcon in Melee, who's like a tough character to be really, really good with and win things. He realizes that this girl is watching him play that he likes. And this man utterly just started dismantling people in Smash Bros. It was <laughs> it was wild. I mean, before he know before he knew, whatever. He don't even care. He's not even playing. Then after he knew, ha. Huh, it's <laughs> like he's a totally different person. Just unstoppable. If he wanted to win, he would. And like that's the that was the shift he had. So that old girl came and said nothing to him or did anything or whatever. He just that he just felt that support from somebody that he liked, somebody he you know knew and kind of had this this uh, relationship with, came to support him. He's like, oh, I'm in now. Also, um, we've been watching this anime called A Lie in April. You're a lie in April. So You're good. Lie. Yeah, it's on it's Netflix really right now. Go check it out. It's uh, music. You love it, music. Oh, yes. So good. And it is a emotional roller coaster. It's got uh, some of the most philosophical middle schoolers you've ever yes. seen in your life. Oh my gosh, you've learned so many things. You will feel so like, dumb. Like, quote, 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 stars are always there, but they shine bright at night. Just think about that. Like these, these folks will make you rethink your whole life. (laughs) But that also talks about a support system as well. Like, uh, I don't want to give it away, but there's one character in there that doesn't, that has went through something in his life that has like broken his spirits. And there's one person that came into his life to remind him of the things that he loves and uh, what are you about to do? <laughs> I don't know what Master Joe is about to do right now. I just, you were talking about that character, about the thing that happened. And again, I, I swear this is the last trigger. This is the last trigger what did I do? for me this episode. But you said, in the, you know, that happened in my life. <laughs> and that immediately made me think, the attack on my life has left me deformed. But. My resolve has never been stronger. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Emperor Palpatine, Star Wars Episode 3. Oh, Revenge of the Sith. God, that part kills that. Oh, it kills That whole movie kills me. I never watched that one all the way through. My, it just sounds like he's talking with peanut butter. Like he just got peanut butter all on the roof of his mouth. But my resolve never. Oh my gosh. 
Me and my brother make fun of that like every chance we get. Like it don't even matter. You gotta have no lead up. You don't need no support when you're doing that. You just look at the homie and be like, but and that's it. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> but speaking of, so that brings another thing that support brings to a person. It brings uh, a reminder of who they are potentially. Right. Which is what kind of, you know, Master I was getting at with the your lie in April. It's really like a an awakening story. Yes, yeah, so awakening, remembrance. overcoming adversity, overcoming, overcoming adversity. your fears, your doubts. Your That's actually a, a perfect anime to kind of compliment. All right, listeners, homework. Yes. If you haven't seen Your Lie in April, go watch the first couple of episodes of it. It's on Netflix. Uh, I mean, who doesn't have Netflix these days? Something like that. You can definitely yeah. go check it out. Let us know what you think about it. You can tweet at us, uh, pod, or HP Podcast on Twitter, uh, you know, hashtag HPeeps. Uh, it's literally H-P-E-E-P-S. But yeah, we would like to know what you think about that. That's a perfect, perfect anime for this yeah. episode. Yeah. And lastly, I think, I mean, there's pretty, there's so many other oh, things that yeah. support provides. It's very important to life. But the last thing that support provides is positivity, which is what the Heart Peace Podcast is trying to do. Provide support for the yeah. gaming community. Oh, support you guys by doing this podcast <laughs> oh i know who does this podcast <laughs> it's master joe and master wife you sound like a disney like or like some nickelodeon like, i know cartoon. what i sound like dora the explorer i sound like the map oh dora the explorer <laughs> We have a friend that can do that ridiculously well. He's a grown man, too, which makes it funnier. Like a grown man. But he knows it because he has a niece who used to watch it all the time. But, oh, my God. I, I'll have to get him on the show one time, and he's yeah. got to do it for us. It's got to be hilarious. But word. So that brings us just about to the end of our episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's so good to be back. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, Jeez Louise, man. So happy. So happy. It's been a long time. Been a long time. It's been such a long time. But I think we should be going. Yeah. Yeah. Time doesn't wait for me. <laughs> Keep on rolling. Change gonna come. <laughs> oh, yes, it oh, is. Oh, gosh. Ooh, kill him with the Sam Cook. Oh, oh my gosh, Joseph, it's over. Oh, it's over now. Oh, I, I just said one line. Oh, you killed me. Oh, you got me. You got me. Oh. You got me with that one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What? We did a remake. No, how does it start? I got it. It's, you've triggered me. How does it start? No. How does that start? <sighs> no, it's going to bother me. How does that song start? <laughs> change Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. It's such a good song. We hope change come for y'all listeners, man. If something going bad in your life, then we just hope we just hope that uh This is a uh, We hope this is the start of some change in your life, man. Oh, I was born by the river. Can you not? Oh! <laughs> in a little tent. Oh, I'm just like the river. This is a side track. Ever since. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know. Wow. Change gonna come. 
Oh, yes, it will. <laughs> That's my song, y'all. That's our episode. You can catch us on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, or at heartpeacepodcast.com. We are so glad to be back. Thank you, Master Wife, mm-hmm. being in the house. We are we are physically in the same building, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Recording an episode of Heartpeace Podcast has not happened in a while. I've been traveling. Master Wife's been doing her PhD stuff, but she has defended her dissertation. She is now Dr. Master Wife, and I am still just regular Master Joe, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy because we are back in full force, yo. Back in full force. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Well, thank you all for listening. And until next time, peace out, heart pieces. <laughs>